Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ooh, baby, we've got a wild one for you this week. That's right. It is now officially spooky season. Spooky season. It's November, so I guess we're fall season. But we're officially starting back our coverage of Dragula Titans and our spooky seconds Tuesday episodes. Ah. So strap in, we are reviewing that first behemoth behemoth of an episode. Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Lucifer. Enjoy this. Goodbye, y'all. Goodbye, Dave. M. Oh. M. Mom. When your first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with us Sloppy seconds Oh, diva Ooh, baby, have we got a what? Oh, wait, no Our number is two, one, three What? We do, do the spooky thing I don't, oh Hello, hello, fuglies Yeah, it's scripted right there for you I see it Hello, Fuglies. We are your goulash ghouls. And we welcome you back to Spooky Seconds. Spooky Crisp. Spooky. That's right. The Boulay Brothers have launched a... Oh, I thought... Sorry. I thought that was a boo like how a ghost does a boo. Like boo, boo, but it was oh, it, it was, was like boo. <laughs> I was like, what is okay? I love that you're introducing new elements every week. Ooh, this okay. makes oh, sense. That, Wait, that's do, it, that's okay, it, that's okay, it, that's okay, it, that's okay, it, that's okay. It, that's okay it. Everybody, imagine like we've just okay, okay. Hold on, and just we're peeking a peek behind the curtain. Here we go. Okay, so and and I'll count you in, Meepo. Here we go. And, Hello, Fuglies. We are your goulash ghouls. And welcome back to Spooky Seconds. A laugh. That's not what we wanted. This is supposed to be serious. Welcome to hell. That's right. Welcome the Goulet Brothers have launched an all-new season of Dragula, Dragula Titans. So you got your wish, and we will be doing recaps of Spooky Seconds for these divas. And Mama, I am excited, because this season is already off to a great start.
Wow. Are you excited? Yes. It's been a while since we've done a recap. I feel very eager and excited, and I'm happy to talk about all of these divas. And I I, I watched, I did watch it, and it feels like everyone came back and said, oh, mama, oh, Miss Baby, oh, ma'am, we're making a TV show. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. This is by far the greatest season Yet. I'm I am going to speak too soon. Really, right off the bat. We're three whoa, minutes. Whoa, in. whoa, I am whoa, whoa, speak whoa, whoa. Soon. Are we getting right into it? Are we going no, from we'll the start? Do, I, oh. We'll do from the start, but this is uh, this is my blanket too soon of a statement statement. Absolutely. Now, this is a format I can see you really excelling at. You oh must God, I love ball. this format. I I'm like, love this format. Maybe it's time to reclaim your season one hood <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's time to write an apology letter because I saw this. Clickety clack clack clack. Maybe, dear maybe Mr. it's and time Mrs. Boulet. to ignore dear Mr. and Mrs. Boulet. Thank you so much for time, but I want to know if you could reconsider. Maybe it's time to bite that bullet and be like, you know what? You we know all what? make mistakes. Let bygone let you know let druthers be druthers and bygones be gone and, and get yourself on Titans too. Because I what I, I will say that I will not stay like what okay. I wouldn't do well. Is the well, blood. let's get... Okay, no, so let's... No, let's, no, you go, so, continue. Okay, so here we are. No skits. Obviously, no we got skits. like an intro skit, but it wasn't nearly as skitty and scatty as they've been in the past. Oh, no, no, no. But, but I gotta say, the acting was incredible. Mama, Honey, they had levels. They were whispering. They were talking loud. They were doing more with their vocals than I've ever seen them do before. And not to not to break it down to it's in the, the you know it's uh, core elements but their voices sounded different in different spots and they made a lot of different facial expressions which at the core of acting which, is what to do. It. Mama, they did that. So whoever was their personal acting coach deserves a raise. Do you think it's Nathan? Nathan uh who directs the show? How do you say his last name? I think no, I believe it's noise. Noise? Uh, no, or noise. I don't think. I think that. I think it might be Casey, Casadilla, because she's the actress. Oh, so giving them a little. The, I think maybe she them giving them a few notes. I, all I, I I thought they were like effervescent as like Frankenstein. It was fun to watch. Brides barefoot, honey, barefoot dolls on they the were couch. Giving, I was literally like feet no for tights, free. No body. For free? They're going to give away those little toesies, those little piggies? For and they free? looked right at the camera. They said, might as well get comfortable because you're going to be you're here gonna for be a, here long, for a long while. time. And then you look, bitch, the episode is an hour and a half. 96 minutes long, I said. Well, hunker down. And I will tell you, I did watch this twice. I did have COVID pretty severely when I watched it uh, the first time. So I thought it was all a fever dream. And the second time I watched it, I was like, no, that was all real. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, mama, that was real. But I did, it was, so the the overall concept is um, all of these people didn't win, so therefore they've all been exterminated. So everyone yeah, is dead. So they're dead. Already, already dead. So now they're taking us to, like, the next level. This is, we're in hell. Right. And these are the ten most talented queens that they've brought back. What are you drinking? I'm having a little immunity shot. A little immunity shot. Is it because you're in Florida and that's probably where I got COVID? It's because I'm in Florida. It's because I'm at like a big bear party and I just was in the pool with the bears, honey. The bear soups. 
uh, you get out of that water and you're like slick. You know what I mean? There's yeah, so dumpling. Much- it was like a dumpling soup, just full of little little pockets of meat. You know what I'm talking about? Ball sacks. Oh okay. my god, ball sacks. So, so uh, yes, these top ten queens are resurrected from hell. Nine, ten, ten. I said ten. Yeah, you said ten. I think okay. you're right. They're resurrected from hell. They get a chance, and if they're not, uh, if they don't win, they get dropped back down into hell. And the prizes are. Tell us what the prizes are. Mama, you get to headline the upcoming Dragula World Tour. You get $100,000. Again, this year, it is courtesy of who? The Blu-ray Brothers. Us. (laughs) And you get the title of Dragula, the world's next super monster. Yeah, maybe it's drag super monster. I may have written that wrong. Anyways, do you know what? You know that sound that's kind of trending on social media right now? Lucifer. No. And it's like people are putting clips of like their cat like <laughs> biting into the air and it's like Beelzebub. and then the, the cat's like clawing at their face. Oh my god, I would make one of those of Archie right now. He's a nightmare. So the dolls uh, get an overhead shot and straight they straight on mama. And that's sometimes some of your best work is can be on your back because gravity is really pulling your well, these girls are all young. They don't have loose skin. Well, now this is something that you experienced on season one. Uh, yeah, but ours coffin wasn't real. This coffin's a real coffin. Now, this was something that I, you know, because as we've been talking about recently on the pod, flying oh, on the oh, thing, I will oh, say it did look like a narrow pod or a narrow uh, coffin. Oh, I'm talking about being up. <laughs> oh, because we're chubs. Because <laughs> we're chubs. Couple of fucking chubs. Couple of chubs over here. So the thought of having to lay down and then be filmed sitting up. <laughs> And gracefully get out of the like, like if you were laying, they would have, they would, they would need to open the bottom half of it so I could get my legs up down. You know, yeah, I throw my legs down to kind of hoist myself up. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought you meant, I thought you meant cut the bottom out so it's a trick coffin, (laughs) so you're actually standing. You mean lift open that second door so So you can can give the little wind up. Yeah, because you know I'm gonna need that wind up to get up. Because they're up. Let's talk about it. No big girls on the season, so they're doing the acrobatics. Because the sit up. Imagine if you're bodied. Well, how did corseted? Okay. Was Coco fully? Coco was fully bodied. Yeah. How did she get the, her ass in and out of that? Thing? If she's laying down in that full body, you could probably slide a basketball in the oh. small in the opening oh, of the small of her back and between, the- <laughs> between her knees and her butt. <laughs> She's she, she's sitting up like that. Okay. okay. Um okay, so first up Coco came from season 4. She gets out of the coffin. She looks like a hooker. She says she hopes um that this time around she's going to be easier to work with. <laughs> Maybe. That's what she Maybe. says. But you know, I'm just remember she's so recent to me because we just watched her in 4. And but, former guest of the pod. And former guest of the pod. Um I was just remembering immediately right when she said that her fight with Mary Cherry. Like, she's Girl. like, I'm going to be easier to work with. And then my mind just started flashing to that. Yeah. Um, so I loved it. The next comes in Melissa B. Fierce from season one. She is the showgirl. She looks fucking amazing. She's bodied for days. Um, They, sh- they show 
her mud wrestling, which uh, from season one, which I didn't get to do. I wasn't there that day. Now, I will say that when they threw black back to only a couple of clips, it was in black and white. Mm -hmm. But it looked really slick. Like season one, the way they went. Is that because they just recently remastered it? Well, they've remastered it, I believe, three times now, maybe two or three. Um, but I think it was always shot well. I think the main issue that everyone complained about was the sound. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So I think it it always looked really good, but maybe they had to. Maybe the footage just looks better because they can upload bigger files to Shutter. Okay, bigger files. I'm excited to see Melissa. That was exciting to me because I never, I didn't really watch season one. And you always talk about Melissa. And you also always talk about how she posts thirst traps online. And now I'm like, okay, I see it. I see it. I see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's She's, hot. She's fucking hot. And she's got that little um, Pee Wee Herman tattoo, the necktie. Oh, yeah. She's always in a bow tie, honey. Okay, next comes in Eva Destruction. This is she's from season three. She looks like a spider woman, and she wants to be less scared and timid. She wants to cry less, which that she might was prove like difficult. really in her head. I felt like she self sabotaged a ton when she was on season three. Do you oh, agree? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then Erica Clash from season two. And now she is dressed the same. It's Yes, it's the exact same. Mm, I don't, these girls are fighting on Twitter these days. I don't want to say nothing that's going to get me yelled at by but them. Like, but she's wearing a look that's supposed to be like um, a growth and metamorphosis from her last look. But if you but put it just them, like there's a, there is a difference. I looked at them. She posted last year's in this one, or someone posted them side by side on Twitter a while ago when they did the cast release, and it is an upgrade. But it it is still it as they said it is the same wig, right? Not that, not that you can't wear the same wig, but it it looks awful similar. Yeah, but it's her. It's it's her style and it's her aesthetic and like the dress is definitely better. Yeah, it just feels like um, more I don't of the know. same. It, it just feels like this whole episode. She's like fighting to let people know <laughs> that she deserves to be there and that they're underestimating her. When it when ultimately like the way to just do that is to just be it's better. Just to, yeah. Not, I'm not saying, like, be better than what you were doing, but, like, don't bring attention to the fact that you're, like, you were all underestimating me. Just fucking do it. Like, do it and do it Yeah, well. don't talk. Don't And also, I mean, this is for everybody, not just Erica, but it's, like, yeah. they're all talking about, like, oh, I've grown so much. I've grown so much. You don't have to say that. If you have, we'll see it. And we will be, like, wow. Yeah, look like, at the when growth. I see you, I'm, like, oh, that must be a triple X <laughs> she, t-shirt. She's growing. <laughs> Uh, wait i texted you this i just we're gonna take a break and we're gonna get back to the more of the dolls coming in i texted this to you but i just want to say on the pod i uh i'm in fort lauderdale right now and i wore the bucci cat shirt i got so many compliments on it so shout out to christian cimarroni who drew our podcast art um, who has designed my Chunkita logo, who did this Bucci Cat logo. Christian has done so many like drawings for me and merch drawings. He's amazing. Shout out to you, Christian. Did the uh, picture for our podcast. That's what I said. 
Oh, I'm not listening. Okay, you're on Twitter trying to find the drama. Anyhow, the my waitress said, Boucher? What is that? And I said, oh, it's a catchphrase. And she, like, smiled. And then, like, moments later, I went to the grocery store to get some, like, spindrift for the hotel room. And not LaCroix, I said it. And the woman, wow. che- the woman checking me out, you know, boop, boop, boop. And then she said, Bushi, is that your cat's name? And Bushi. I, Bushi, and I just looked up at her and I was like, "Yeah, it's my cat's name. My friend made this for me as a gift." And she was like, "That is so sweet." Um, a very similar thing happened to Gabrina in Mexico. They were like, "Well, now what is a Bushi cat?" And you're Maybe like, "She wasn't in Mexico. She might have just been. She's just always in Mexico in my mind." It's fully a butthole. It is the balloon knot you put your little tongue and lips on and go. Oochie crisp. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And we're back. (laughs) Now you wrote this, but I'll read it. Yavska is from season three and she comes in dressed as the Carl's Jr. logo. (laughs) And a stuffed animal or a toilet carrying a Canadian flag. Um, I love the I love this look. I don't 
fully understand what it is, but I think that the ears, like the thing wrapped around her head, it's all very fun. And there's someone who's grown a lot. Like the look is way more refined than on their season. Maybe it was more like the Hardys logo. Well, it's kind of like the Hardys or the Carl's Jr. I think they're actually the same company. Yeah, I think it's where you're from, they call it something different. So maybe where she's from, it's called Tim Hortons, because she's Canadian, I guess. Maybe where she's from, it's called Yavska. Yavska. I love that little Canadian flag thing, though. That was so funny to me. Okay, and then Astrid, uh, from oh, Coco looks at the camera Coco literally goes, goes, who is that? (laughs) We also forgot to mention Melissa saying, so Eric is here. That's fun. Was it Melissa or was that Coco? That must have been Melissa. It was either Melissa or Coco. The two girls in there. Oh, and they're it's being su- shady. It's from such the a shady comment. I don't even want to attribute it to someone. To I don't want, the have they, I mean, did they give them a couple of shots of sir vodka before this? Because mama, they were ready to go. Erica's here. That's fun. That's fun. Um, so Astrid is from season four. She kind of looks like maybe a goblin or like she's got that half and half Corella DeVille hair on. She is referencing her, her vampire beach party look that was like such a flop. So this is her at like the next level of that. Girls, let me say this, ladies. We're dumb and we're also stro- scrolling on Twitter at the same time. This shit has to be obvious if you want us to catch it. Well, they get, she gets into a fight with Erica about it later, or Erica <laughs> points it out later, where she's like, isn't that the same wig? And she's like, aren't you wearing the same thing that you were wearing for Vampire Beach Party? You Girl. missed it? Mama, I watched this thing twice, and I ain't been doing drugs or alcohol, so maybe my brain works. Up, um, next, she w- <sighs> yeah. Up next is Hoso Teratoma, the doll, also former guest of the pod from season four. She... She's- I don't even know. Fresh off the Dragula tour, she looks like some kind of stuffed animal. Immediately, she, she everyone always looks great. Is trying to fuck her. Everyone's talking about fucking her. Me. Everyone's like, she's in a relationship, but it's open, and I'm gonna fuck her. It's take it out. I'm gonna suck it right here. Like, what was happening? It. There's so much that has been like going on. We'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. Okay. Abora from season two. They were the uh, the top and the bottom at the same time. I didn't understand that comment. Did you? It just meant that they were like constantly either good or bad. I'm trying to think. Maybe there was a challenge where they went home where they like won, but also lost. Like I don't fully remember what that means. Yeah, anyway, it, she's wearing her DQOY crown. She's serving boo, boo, that look. Boo. Um, and then it gets more weird because Astrid has a relationship with Eva, but also has a relationship with Erica, and Abora has a relationship with Eva, Astrid, Erica, Hoso. I I don't know. I need someone to make me a map of the drama. Do you remember the L word? Did you ever watch the L word? Yes, mama, where they get that board <laughs> hanging on the wall with the strings. I got to tell you, when I went to Interlochen, we had one of those. Well, we no. didn't. Some girl made one about everyone that hooked up at the school. And then um, when they found found it, they threw it in the garbage, but like didn't tear it apart. And so then someone else found it and showed it to everybody. Okay, next. It It, it is... 
it does make sense. Well, whatever. Um, then, then they we'll we'll talk about it uh, for the next day because they spent a lot of time talking about these relationships. Abora, I loved this quote. This was perfect in the edit. Abora says, "Well, there's blah, 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 blah. looks like we just need one basic bitch to really round it out. Someone who screams going home going first. Home first, and then enter Kendra it- Onyx who." Is not who turns out a uh, pretty quickly not to be the basic bitch and who is not going home first, but it was a gag of an editing moment. Yes. Um, so then we have Kendra Onyx from season two and resurrection. Right. And I felt like she was in a Candy Muse outfit. She, she was, was just in like a little in a party girl outfit that I would wear that outfit. Says I sexy. You should actually wear that outfit. I know. When I saw that, and also with that hair, I was like, it's giving Arianti. Yes. It's giving. Like, you know I what? really thought she was serving. Do you have the kind of wig that's like the laid bang and the here, but then the big ponytail flat, and you do it at a bob length so it's not all over your body? I think you would eat that. Okay. Okay, well, Kendra, if you're listening, please let us know who made that wig for you because it's done and I want one. Well, hers was Bob longer. Like, I, think I would you buy, want the, I would, it needs a lob. A like a lob. little flip and that big old bang and then you don't have to worry about the lace and then that smooth, like shiny auburn. I think you would look great in that. Fina, are you listening? Fina, are you listening? Melissa and Kendra are friends. They love one another. Yes. Okay, and then last up, also from season two and Resurrection, is Victoria Elizabeth Black and I Honey mean, the Bitch's Gown. You know what? Okay, Velvet. first of all, when she first walked in, she looked like the reverse of the chrome woman in the purple dress. Taste the biscuit. Oh. Taste the and have the biscuit. Do you know the full tea on that, by the way? Isn't it like a movie or something? Yeah. That's like really weird. Yeah. Taste the biscuit. Don't get that honey sauce on me. I don't like the way it tastes of my chicken wings. Anyway, um, she looks incredible. Everyone is gooped, gagged, and scared about it. Gooped, gagged, and scared about it. Um, literally tries to leave the room. And I would too if I saw Victoria there. I'd be like, it's over. This bitch is always perfect. She now has more confidence. Yeah. She's ready to go. I don't remember season two too much, but it did. She was always timid and everyone hated her because she was good. Right. That's what happened to her. And she was like not able to like fully embrace how amazing she was, right? Correct. Yes. I also think, I I feel like she felt distant. Like she didn't want to get along with the other girls or something. I don't know. Mm, Like she was just there to do like prosthetic applications. Her thing, yeah. They were like, we want to make a show. Which I feel like is kind of what sort of happens when what's coming up. Attention competitors, please make your way to the main stage at this time. Now, at this point, we're at minute 22 and 43 of this wonderful, beautiful episode. That's how you tell time. No complaints. I love it. 22 and uh, 43. 43 seconds. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And for the next five minutes and two seconds... We just watched the Boulets talk on a large screen. It does feel long. They have to, it does feel long, and I understand why, because they have to, one, explain what's going on to the competitors. Right. Then they have to explain to the audience all the different 
new rules and how things have changed. Yes. And then they have to explain the challenge and what will be expected of them. There so that is, is a large amount yes. of information to get across in a short amount of time. But Lord have it, did I get up and walk out of the room and forget I was watching a TV show when that was happening? Well, um, here are a couple of the the cliff notes. Um, they call Titans the ultimate grand championship competition. They also do something that feels like it could be alliteration or like a, an acrostic, but it isn't. Because they say you'll be judged on costume, concept, and creation and performance, personality, and perseverance, which is like CCC, PPP, but that doesn't mean anything so it's interesting that those were alliterated did you clock that at all i didn't but now that i'm seeing it it's like yeah i wonder what ccp costume content concept and and creation creation to performance personality and perseverance and it's like slay but also what the fuck is it all right Uh, Um, The new rules are there's no extermination challenges, but rather there will be fright feats each week. And the ghouls cannot move forward unless they compete in the feats. And if they fail, then the girl who went home most recently will come back into the competition, which I fucking love. This got me right together. I said, oh, they're playing games. And then... Uh, their look this week will be based on the classic Halloween costume, but it needs to be reinvented and reimagined. And the group will have to choreograph and lip sync a group lip sync performance. Great. We'll get into all of that. The fright feet is bobbing for apples in blood. And in that blood are other bits and bobs, like a pig's head, probably sheep's brain, fish body parts cut up, other things. Now, my question to you is, obviously, that was was probably all real organic matter. Yes. But the blood was not blood. The blood must have been It might have been. Can you just get blood? I think if you go to a butcher and ask for blood, you could probably get your hands on blood. But do I think that they would make... I think it's probably just like corn syrup and dye. And if it's real blood, then it's like really watered down. But like, could you imagine opening your eyes or like getting animal blood in your eyes? The infections that would cause. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, the other stuff makes sense because like... You can get it from the butcher, and you kind of always eat it. It's but... like around, yeah. But like actual blood, I think is maybe a, a step too in the wrong direction. They would also all smell so fucking foul after. Oh that. yeah, like they would be retching because blood eventually, when it starts to dry, it starts to smell like decomposition. So uh, they go bobbing for these apples, girl. Ken and it, Ken is there. Oh yeah, Ken. Um, runner up from go 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 for go. They got Ken, baby, and Israel is there too. Now they did not get named. They did not get named. The room, nor they uh did, nor did they get um uh like even introduced. It wasn't even like because did they wasn't a skit? Did they have a a name like? Because even if Rue says, like, oh, pit crew, she might occasionally be like, Calyx has my pink furry box or whatever. But as a unit, just, the shirtless boys are called the pit crew. Did these guys have a name? 
I think they're like henchmen or something like that. If you know, write in. Write in because we need to know. Um, Henchmen. Kendra immediately said, I'm getting to work. I'm taking off this Miss Ariani wig and I'm getting in. Is that deduction of points in your mind? No, I don't care. The the goal is they all eventually got their wigs rocked anyway. Right, but not off. Kendra just threw hers off, which as a strategic move is the way to go. But does that mean you're like sacrificing some of the look? I don't know. You're well, like, it doesn't I matter because she wasn't even in the first care. two to finish. Okay. What did you think about this? For those who haven't seen this for whatever reason and you've listened this far, what what happened was what happened is both Astrid and, and Melissa, Melissa B. Fierce finished at a similar time and both said the same the thing. The but here's punctuation. What I saw. Here's what I saw. I okay. well, and it was it's edited, but I heard Melissa say, "Did I get them all?" And I saw Astrid stand up and say, I got them all. What I needed was a person to be a judge in the room and say, like, oh, well, <coughs> Melissa said it first. And you had those two people that, anyway. So it was confusing for a minute. It wasn't even, they to said. To me, the, Melissa won because she completed it first. They said it the exact same. They said the exact same words. Melissa didn't say, did I get them all? She said, I got them all. And Astrid said, I got them all. That's fake it till you make it right there. Because Astrid is no one was actually there to count. The winner. But is it okay, but is it bingo rules? Whoever calls bingo first, because then you have to take it and check the scorecard. Well, listen, if if you're on the bingo, but who called it first wins. If you're on the production team and you're watching this happen, you know that there are eight apples in the bin. So you can sit there and watch how many they pull out, and then you know. Well, here's the problem. I don't think anyone was doing that. Well, someone was. People were running cameras. You think old Nathan was out there just smoking the cigarette and taking a break? I think that he was count- He was trying to film 10 girls. He doesn't run a camera exactly anymore. Many- I bet Ian was counting. Anyhow, to increase the drama, uh, Astrid is deemed the winner, and she's handed a packet the size of the Declaration of Independence and starts reading all of the rules about the breakdown of like oh what everything God. is, blah, blah, blah. And Melissa basically says, um, sure, sure, but I actually do think I won. I just wasn't so boastful about it. And Astrid says, you know. We'll pull if- up the tapes. And also said, if that's the case, I will gladly hand over my responsibility. And, but you know what I would have said in that moment? Because I would have defended myself. Uh-huh. I would have said, well, bingo rules, baby. I said it first. Okay. That does make sense. And Astrid literally got up and like kind of stomped around the room. She made a show of winning. She anyway. said, rah, 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 rah. So um, a, then a person walked in the room and hands this like little piece of paper. I love that they didn't like stop it. I love that they didn't say it earlier. I love they didn't do a retake. Just a person walked in with a, a, a little note. Well, maybe they, maybe that whole time they were recounting the footage. And I also love that they didn't break the fourth wall. Like that person had to come in through the door. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like he couldn't just walk on from the other side of the camera. And um, hands and that them person a note. is Casey. Oh, what? Casey who? That's Casey, the producer. 
Oh, okay. Quesadilla. I don't know who it that... used to be Quesadilla. Okay. Oh, got you, got you, got you. So the note says, actually, Melissa won the challenge. So Melissa takes over, starts assigning the roles, and basically... Oh, she, she... flipped that thing and reverses it. She <laughs> said, what do you want to do? Let me give everybody who I like the good roles. So she like, snatched a role away from... Uh, Erica, Erica gave Astrid the super big role and then put her and Kendra and Coco all together because they have a little alliance, the three of them. Mm-hmm. And then she, I mean, she gave Astrid the big role thinking that it was going to make her flop. Like that was her reasoning. Well, that's not what happened. And then, um, and then they break into their teams and are, I guess, supposed to begin rehearsing. Uh, but no one. Is, but oh. tell me about Kendra and Yavska. What started I, that? I think because Yav, I think they were going around kind of being like, who do we think is going to go home or whatever. Right? Right. And basically Yavska so, keeps going like, um, or Kendra, Kendra's, I guess, keeps saying like, well, who are you? You just wear a mask and you went home early. And Yavska just keeps going, bitch, I went home on the same episode as you. Yeah. Like, we are and the she's same. Also like, I'm not wearing a basic outfit. You're wearing a basic outfit. Can I ask you? I don't like the word basic outfit because I think that that outfit is cute. Do you think that outfit is basic? Kendra's? Yeah. It it is, in fact, basic, but that doesn't mean it wasn't well put together and looked good. Yeah. It looked good, but it was a skirt and a top and a necklace said sexy. Now, but hear me out on this one. Do you think that Yasuka looks like a Teletubby in a toilet? (laughs) <laughs> she looks like the toilet Tinky Winky uses, honey. Mama, with Tinky Winky's little... like, I gotta take a Tinky Twinkle. A twinkle My favorite tinky. is the next day after the fight. We're gonna get to it, but Yavska goes, "I gotta give it to you. You did read me to filth, Mama. Like Yavska you ate can me give it up. and take it. Oh yeah, yeah you ate exactly. me up. Okay, so then uh, you no ate me up. We're just no, not yet. through this. Okay. So um. Uh, everyone is paired up into their teams and no one is rehearsing. And I really did like the editing here because they basically were like, we're supposed to be rehearsing. We're supposed to be planning. And everyone's just catching up. Astrid's walking from group to group being like, the thing about living in in New York is like Brooklyn oh, is yeah, like that a was really... so great. She's like, I lived in New York for a while. And then fucking um, Abora and Erica, who I guess have beef, were sitting in silence. Yeah, that was weird to see. There's a lot of weird energy. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And so then the then begins what I find to be the most absurd part of this episode, which is the Hoso Abora Astrid love triangle. So we're already at the next day. Everyone comes back in, and there's still no rehearsing in their pairs or their triplets. I forgot it was the next day because they like leave the room and come right back to the room. And they're all out of drag, and it is the next day, and they start this love triangle explanation. And it is all Which, to it, me. I'm like, why? What does any of this have to do with this competition? Truly, I mean, th- there's a conversation about tattoos. Like Hoso, oh, I had has, to look. What Victoria Slut Dragula tattoo is not the same font as Fat Slut, but it's oh. a very similar font. I was very scared. I was like, well, how much do I have to pay her to put Fat in front of Slut? <laughs> I gotta rebrand my billboard. I, I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. Astrid, uh, like, 
everyone seems to have a tattoo of a Bora. Yavska at one point even says, I have a tattoo of a Bora on my yeah. ass. Is she that does. true? Yes. So a Bora girl, you know, She's like. She's tattooing people left and right. And then she has a tattoo that Hoso, Hoso drew of a heart. And like. I think Hoso tattooed it on her or I don't know. And then there, the, there is this love triangle of, like, we remember from season four that Astrid and Hoso had a little bit of tension, but nothing ever happened. Then we come to find out that Abora and Hoso have been, like, carrying on this friendship. And at one point, Abora goes, like, I didn't want to do this. I'm like, well, then don't. But I don't she- know. I don't. Some of this drama felt, like, really, like, pulled out. Yeah. There was, like. like Prompted okay, almost. Oh, you go, you go. I didn't want to do this, but um, you I don't know. know if now is the right time. But I don't know if you feel like doing this. It's like that. All the signs are pointing to no. And then what did she explain? She was like, "I have f- strong feelings for you. We've hung out." She made it seem like she like took Hoso on like a love trip, like a vacation, but then yeah, nothing and happened. Yeah, Hoso was just like on her phone the whole time, and Hoso's like, I remember it differently. And I'm like, this is some like real personal, personal stuff that has yeah. absolutely nothing to do with any of this. And if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. Totally. But for some reason, they are bringing it all up to the front. And I'm like, it's not even like it's bad girls club fighting or like stuff. Right. It's just like real emotional stuff that I don't think is necessary. It yeah. for this competition, I, I completely can agree. we. I would have preferred maybe watching a, a failed attempt at a rehearsal or watching these girls struggle through learning choreo with some funny sounds and a laugh track or something. I didn't need to watch people have like a meltdown. Anyway, well, it was just uh, like it's that thing that I hate. The reason I like the Kendra and Victoria Elizabeth Black that drama I liked because it was really specific. Yes. So. They were able to, the Hoso, Astrid, all of the love triangle stuff is really weird because they like half say it, half don't say it. And then they're not able to like fully get into it. And then we're left like confused. But the Kendra and Victoria Elizabeth Black. Kendra just basically says, I've hated you for years. I felt like you sold me out. You were the reason I went home and I've had this vendetta against you. Victoria Elizabeth Black is like, oh, really? I'm, I wasn't aware of that. I have zero feelings about you. Oh, and, and then, the Blaze later were like, well, Victoria was knocking on her door trying to apologize for years. Which I was like, what the fuck? How would you know? Like, what? There were a handful of like characters that are clearly the favorites who like just... No matter their behavior, everyone was like, well, Victoria's perfect and Abora's gotta stay. And I was like, why? Yeah. Anyhow. um, You know what would have been fun? It's like another challenge. Like, it's a new day, so they have to do something like squash the beef. And then they could bring up all this emotional drama, but make it a game. Like, okay, okay, wait, wait. In a pool of kitty blood. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 but, like, a bucket of, like, grapes and, and meat, and you have to squash it like you're making wine, and then whoever loses has to drink it. And then oh, you also that's get to fun. call them, like, a fucking idiot and a moron and fight while you're doing it, but, like, I, as an audience member, don't have to just listen to them talk. I I think it's great. Squeeze the beef until all the juice comes out and then drink it like wine, like how they squeeze yeah. pumpkins with their thighs. Yeah. And then it's, like, a fun game, and it's gross. Um, Yavska says, you know what, Kendra? Yeah. Oh, we already did that. Yeah. 
Okay, Moving so on. let's get and to this. Closing, closing in. in at... <laughs> no, you go. This is your lady work. Okay. And closing in at 58 minutes and 57 seconds, or as Meatball calls time, 58, 58 minutes 57, and 57. 57, we finally see the Boulet brothers in I person. I to another person in a full week. Give me a on minute. On this episode, and not just in a video package. So they are, they're there, they're on the stage. I thought they, they look looked incredible. great. I thought the digital effects on them were really great as well. And um, we hear or we we find out the guest judges this week are Cassandra Peterson, aka Elvira, but not in the Elvira Geesh. They did not pay no, the coin for give that. Her the money for that. They got Cassandra and Justin. They got, the book, they got the book lady. They got the book lady and Justin Simeon, who um, is the creator of Dear White People and that really cool movie uh, uh, Bad Hair on Hulu mm-hmm. and a bunch of other things. Yes, I'm a fan of their work. So we are going to take a break. There are a few things that I forgot that I just remembered. So maybe I can say them now. Sure. Okay. Right before the break. Okay. You in these notes said something about their milky eyes. And I just remembered that (laughs) when I was watching them talk for that five minutes between 2243 and 2745, um, even though their eyes have the white contacts, you can see them reading the... um, cue cards oh the teleprompter while they're doing it and it's like i never really noticed that before but now that it's like hd you can see the little white milkies go back and forth and that was fun to watch oh i like that okay, anything we'll be else back after this break okay we'll be back after this break It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We are back, and here we are at the main stage. Um, oh, here is the other thing that we were uh, we were talking about why they didn't rehearse or whatever. But when the Boulets mentioned that 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 would be the challenge, they literally say lip sync and choreograph at the Halloween Horror House. So it makes it seem as though like there's never a plan to actually rehearse. Then it was uh, supposed to be at the Halloween thing. We were never supposed to see it. Oh, got you. Interesting. I was thinking to myself, something that was curious to me is like, I feel like they should have called this an acting challenge. Like they kept being like lip sync performance and choreography and like whatever. That's what I'm saying. I would have preferred them to each say like two or three lines and then just sort of bopped around to B-roll. So we're on the main stage. The Boulets perform. We meet the judges and then they throw it immediately to the challenge. So give us the rundown of who everybody is. Okay. Um, Astrid is the creature from the Black Lagoon. Boop. Melissa B. Fierce is a the vampire. 
Um, Hoso is the pirate. Yavska is the pumpkin head. Erica Clash is the bat. Eva is the devil. Coco is the mummy. Victoria Elizabeth Black is pumpkin head number two. Abora is Kendra is the Frankenstein and Halloween house party. What'd you think? I I love what'd the you set. think? <laughs> the set. I loved the set. The way it was shot, the set, the styling was great. I thought all of their looks were really, really good. I was, I will say I was least impressed by the trio. I thought Coco's look on her own was great as the mummy. But mm-hmm. then when it was compared with other people's Halloween's look looks, I was like, oh, this isn't up to par. But that's I th- what I thought. But then I remembered that the Voulets are judging them based on their drag and what they do. So then I was like, for her, that's good. Right. Not in a bad way. But that was just, oh, God, she's going to tweet me. <laughs> she's going to tweet on she's me. She's going to tweet, tweet at me. on me. Uh, and then Melissa's, I really liked. I just didn't understand the, like, big open hole in the dress or the skirt part of the outfit. Um, just genital access. Yeah, I think it was like slutty lingerie. I thought um, Kendra's was, like was suit up top. cool. Um, and I also liked, I don't know, did you notice this detail that as the Frankenstein, she had like scar marks on her wrist oh, and the, the one hand was on green? Kendra, yeah, the makeup on Kendra, when they did the close up, I was gagged. She looked incredible. Yeah. That's some so, of the best makeup I've seen. Yeah. I I uh really enjoyed that. That was great. I liked Abora's if I knew what it was, like I thought the hands were when cool. When they said that they did the, they were doing a cryptid, I thought that they were going to they were doing like that monster with the red eyes, like what is it called? Mm. I guess they went a little too far left. Like they wanted when you think of like a Charlie Brown Halloween, what are those characters? And then how right. do you elevate that? You know what I mean? Yeah. True. But I think Astrid's was by far my absolute favorite. Astrid's was really, really cool. Um, uh, I thought Hoso, I mean, Hoso always looks fucking good. So hers was the, great. I love the pirate ship on the head. Like, it yeah. was so good. Fucking um, Victoria. Oh, I love Yavska's. Oh, Victoria. Yavska's was so fun. Okay. To match the orange of the hair to the front of the orange of the pumpkin wig that it didn't even need, really, to add that extra detail. The thing with Victoria is that every detail is accounted for. She had pumpkin seeds on her head and on her body. On her tights. The insides. It was her legs were pumpkin seeded. Like every inch of that costume. Did you pumpkin seed those legs? (laughs) Did you pumpkin seed those legs yourself? Like it was, and to have this stringy stuff and it not be the actual stringy stuff, like however she fabricated that, yeah, she's a genius. Truly, she's a genius. Truly, truly. And then uh, honestly, I liked Erica Clash's bat. Yeah, I thought, I thought Erica that was looked really great. cute. I, I would say maybe just change the bodysuit to be. I just wanted her to give body. Yeah, you you hate the this when they're a string being. I hate when it's baggy. I don't like baggy. But, but everyone, wait, who else? Vampire, I liked. The creature, Eva. obsessed. Oh, Eva as the devil, bitch. Eva I'm was hard. so, and so good. Such a good performance. That's the other thing. Like, Given, okay. like, no lines, no nothing to do all that body with the Ouija board and smoking the thing. Like, she slayed it for me. So then, 
so then the performances happen and What's and I was like, what is going on? Like these people are in the background of those people. The like the TV. What, how are the TV watchers any different from the doo-wop girls by the bar? Any different from the Ouija girl? Like I felt like when they were like talking about the the roles and yeah. like what each they were going to be drastically different. They were just in different places on the set. Like that felt like a bait and switch when ultimately it was just like, who are you going to partner with and how are you going to lip sync was the real challenge. But to me, Eva gave the best like emotive performance and Victoria worked her look and the set and the song all cohesively the best. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. I will have to say Astrid did eat the scenery at every point that she could. Well, and she like, was able to like move around. She had that whole yeah. bit where she had to like add the record to the thing and like and start do the leg the, wobble. Yeah. My I loved though Abora's look to the camera when she the she skipped the music and it was like Rah! and then everything got all crazy. I thought it was great. I don't Abora really know what really didn't know those lyrics. Yeah. All right. So, but like you were saying earlier, I think the person that matched their face moving and emotions at the same time the best. Was one would Eva. say acting. Acting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then do tell I, me what happened. We go to the judges. Okay. We go to the new judging panel. I love it. I don't think that is at the Globe anymore. It, right? It, it looks like a different place. Do appear they're living in a whole new uh They got their own studio, baby. Good for Courtesy of us. Us. <laughs> um the Boulets chit chat, they go through the girls, they banter. Um The banter was lit. Emma remember Fast remember last funny. last year when we were like, can they just be more themselves and drop the mm-hmm. act at the judging panel? And they did. I think someone's listening to Spooky Seconds. No, well, hate listening. Um, I I loved it. I think that they're so funny. I love uh, it. I love. Wait, who said that? Candy Muse. I love it. Not, <laughs> my one, my one friend that won't will only answer texts from my boyfriend, but not from me. So the judges start talking, and they're going back and forth, and they give us the good. But old, you have to remember the mission. They give us the, the good old. Panel. We are not here to judge your drag. Drag is art, and art is subjective. What we are judging is you. Wait, what is it? What we are judging is you on your it's drag. It's written. It I wrote it verbatim on the fucking thing. And the challenges we've put before you. I'm sorry. I was trying to do it from memory. Uh-huh. Yavska, Hoso, Kendra, and Melissa, please slither forward. Your souls are safe. You will move forward, but please stay on the stage. Please don't go anywhere. Don't go nowhere. Because we Zon? want you to watch this shit. Zon? Don't do it. Because they were like, we have a pup, couple of gags to pull out. Just give us a moment. And we will let you know what those gags so are. So then they say that Astrid, Victoria, and Eva were the top three, which I agree with. Uh-huh. Um, Astrid, her look is made of Thai rice paper, liquid latex, and toothpicks. The judges love the lick. They love the, they love to lick it. Okay, and the then <laughs> well, I sorry, I got a little hungry thinking about that Thai rice paper. Do you ever wrap that around some chives and really go to town? Just chives and rice paper. Yeah, fry it up, bitch. But you don't live. 
I don't live. I'm not alive. The funny thing about me is I'm not alive. I'm dead, okay. bitch. I'm in hell. So Victoria, they thought the <laughs> the the look is beautiful and disgusting. <laughs> I mean, truly. Uh, Elvira says, um, she's like, it's Halloween fashion week in hell. And I immediately saw the boulets go, challenge for next time. Yeah, fashion like, week she, in hell. That's she perfect. literally made it perfect. She, but you know what? She probably won't be coming back. Elvira? Well, not as Cassandra. She'll be Elvira next time. They'll get a yeah. bigger bitch. They'll get the coins. Uh, Justin loved her look and her performance. Her outfit was full of details and reveals, and her performance was really connected. Agree. The, agree. The, she needs a deal. She needs an acting deal stat. What do they call it? Uh, the pitchfork pitch with the cigarette holder. It. Three cigarettes. Little things That's what like I'm talking that. About. It's like those little details that really make the difference between like. Other costumes than that one, I'm and not so say anyone's name because they're all on the Twitter. During all of this conversation, they continue to cut back to Abora, like just she sort knew. of so uncomfortable in her skin, like writhing around, like chewing her cheeks and sucking her teeth, she and just very like nervous. she just wanted to get out of there. She looked nervous. Yeah. Um, and Victoria is deemed the winner. Yes, which is odd to me because shout out to everybody. Shout out! I got to give it up to my homies. Thank you. I really thought that they were going to give it to Astrid because, and you know, Astrid probably would have loved to have had a win. Yeah, it seemed close, and I feel like she deserved it because I, to me, like Victoria's was amazing, but Astrid's like, I don't know. There was just like a little something extra to it. For well, me. do you know what I think it was? I think it's when Elvira, sorry, when Cassandra said, that's really the creature from the Black Lagoon meets Shape of Water. And I think everyone was like, oh, it is. And then they were like, Shape of Water is not classic Halloween. Because remember, the whole thing was about don't overthink it. Just do classic Halloween, but your version of it. Yeah. What would you have done? Classic Halloween. Okay, I would do... God, I don't know. I feel like a mummy in a fat suit would be really funny where the... Oh my God. The belly is poking out. Like where there's like a lot of extra skin and it's like, is is it a mummy or is it like someone after like a liposuction? Oh my you know what god! I mean? Sort of like yeah. a bloody like, but mummy, but with like a BBL on the back. Yes, yeah, 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 like a huge bodied <laughs> thing with so much wrapping on it. That's funny. Yeah. Um, what else is classic Halloween? They really hit most of them. Bride of Frankenstein, of course. Yeah, but I think but that Kendra they were all afraid that everyone that. would have done that. Yeah. Well, well, no, Kendra was like classic Frankenstein. She was like in a suit. Yeah, is a, is, a well-fitted suit. Kendra, where did you get that? I want one. That it's was Nicole Kidman's. We come here. F- what did she say? You wish you knew the quote. What would you do, do, Meatball? Oh, I probably would have done Creature from the Black Lagoon as well. Really? Like, yeah, I. That's what I had mm, attempted to do on my season and our like water creature things, but I, I definitely would have really? done. Yeah, but I would have done it, like, you know how Tito has that gold leather, like, armor? 
I would have like done something like that, but had like the creature from the Black Lagoon face or werewolf, bar mitzvah, spooky, scary boys becoming Were- men. men, men becoming become wolves. wolves, werewolf bar mitzvah. Uh, yeah, I think werewolf would probably be good too. But I would uh, Eva does werewolf so often that I'd feel like I was imposing on her hair. Yeah, body. but you could have prepared it before she got there. Anyways, now we're just talking out of our No, house. we're just talking okay. about what we're having. So here we go. Um, now we're going to talk about the bottoms. Coco's in the bottom. They thought her look fell short. Um, it wasn't enough compared to the other looks. Her performance was out of sync with her group. Um, but it was then, charming. They Are sort of like read her down and then they were like, but uh, ultimately like you. you were great and Coco was like, Cute. Like she just like wasn't that pressed. I know they were probably they probably got in the, in the ear like, oh, she's giving drama in the back. She's definitely staying. Yeah, like, she's there. Um, and then Swanthula says Erica is in the bottom by default. Which sure that was fucking lovely to hear. Right? Uh, <laughs> like I was like, wow. Um, she just didn't rise to the challenge. She faded next to the other dolls, which I guess kind of. But I remember her when she stood up and did the wing thing. That was interesting. And the Ouija board. Like, she stood out more to me than some of the other ones. Uh-huh. They keep describing certain looks or outfits as quiet. Did you clock this? In their critiques, they were like, you know, compared to some of the other looks, your bat look was a little quiet. They start using that as a it descriptive It was like huge, enorium, enormous. I, I guess I, I make... Enormous. Enormous. Like, how could it? Bells above. Swanthula. Um, I don't know. I just like that. I feel like they're going to say, and the little one also said giving at one point. And I was oh, like, I love oh, that. we're going to hear well, I giving. I also love when the we're little one gets into it because her little fingies. She's cunty. She's, she's oh, cunty. Yeah, she's the cunty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Coco goes. Tick, 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 with her little finger. <laughs> when she couldn't write the name. Oh, that's coming up. Sorry. It's coming up. Don't Abora. ruin everything. What is Abora? She decided to go with an alien costume. Elvira says you didn't get the assignment. Straight to and her. the Boulets love her, though, which is true, even though she flopped. There was a lot of Abora apologizing uh, apologists this episode. It was sort of like the Boulets were like, well, she's so great and we never know what she's going to do and it's so fantastic, but she didn't know the lip sync at all and we had no idea what she was wearing. But, and I was like, I, when this started, when this conversation started, I was like, they're going to save her. Like, she's not going home. That's what I thought was going to happen. Um, and I can't even remember the cryptid that she was supposed to be. No, she said she was an alien. Yes, but it's a specific. Hold on, I'm gonna find it because it's a specific alien. There's like Bozo the Clown with that wig on, honey. She was giving Bozo the Clown. She was. How about anyway. that Bozo the Clown has a built-in full bald head? Like that's such a product of the late '80s, early '90s that like it's a man with only hair on the side of his head all the way around, and the wig goes out. Remember when that used to be bald. so fucking common to see men with like just a ring? And like it was the like male pattern, pattern baldness, and it was like cool. Bald is in everyone's bald. That's what happens to people. Okay, but do you think that's like back hair now? Like nowadays, more people are just confident. Like, oh, I, my body has back hair. But in the nineties, you could are pull. We not supposed to have back hair. Well, in the nineties, you could pull that like bald look off. Like you could be like fucking Richard Dreyfus with that hairstyle and somehow be in a romantic comedy. Ooh, Ricky Dry. 
Okay, but Peppy Nippies, Rippy, Ricky, Dry. <laughs> but on like a, like a sitcom, like I always use this example, like on a sitcom when they're like, oh, I have a blind date and they like make a joke. Ooh, I hope he doesn't have back hair. Like the back hair is like the be all end all. Oh. And now everyone who has that bald spot with hair on the side, they're getting an install. That wig install, that good glue for three That months. good unit! Well, okay, listen. One of these contestants is wearing a glued-on unit. <gasps> Can you guess who? I, I have who. a guess, but you know. You can mount the... No. Oh. Uh, oh, wait! No, she is. She is. What about... Okay, so there's two! What about... Who? I don't know what you're saying. I mean, we have to get back to this. We're like an hour in. Well, we're We've doing talking... like the episode. Oh, I don't know about her either. Well, so you type it. Type who it is. So I know. Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Oh, shit. For real? Yes. Yeah, it's so good, though. Okay. They were doing it before it was cool. Okay. I'm sure. Okay. And then this was one of my favorite things that Justin Simeon said. Justin gave Abora great feedback where he basically says, Abora, as queer artists and like innovators, we have these wild ideas. And so I, he was like, I want to honor your queer point of view and your impulse to make this piece of art. Like, I totally get that. But something we have to do is we have to make sure it bridges the gap to a larger audience. So he was like, it's sickening, but I have no idea what it means or what you're doing. And it wasn't successful. But go off, queen. And I was like, I love that. What a perfect way to say it, too. Yeah. So um, then what happens? Because this was a gag, too. They say that they're going to, they aren't going to eliminate a queen. It's done by vote. Bump, bump, Gloria. Whatever you were saying. That's dun, crazy dun. to me. I love that, though. The minute I heard that, I was like, survivor. At least Melissa went in and already made her little thruple. She was so happy she had that alliance. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get to the end of the episode. Other queens get to vote for each other on a secret ballot. And we're going to meet up in the cauldron. Sponsored by Swerve. Enjoy some Serve Vodka. Now, it is strange. I only saw three of the, of the many flavors. It appears that they are missing <laughs> one. You just inhaled so hard. <laughs> I think my lungs are still getting used to <laughs> not the VIP bracelet. So, when we're in the cauldron... The conversation of voting happens. So this is like one of the, almost the last, but one of the last sort of like gags of the season, right? The queens are voting for themselves. So that's also probably why the boulets were so like chill, bantery, fun, and relaxed on the panel. They didn't They're have like, to make any decisions. we don't have to do shit. We're just here to host oh, the yeah, show. Oh yeah, they literally get to host the show. It's probably so relaxing. Yeah. So basically, the conversation of like, do you vote fairly? And air quotes. What fairly means is only choose from the people who were considered the bottom three? Or do you vote strategically based on your alliances and who you don't like? You lie and say that you're going to vote fairly, but then vote strategically and apologize for it after it comes out. Now, I want to talk about where they vote. 
Because it is at a little table, but it is in the exact same room as the rest of the action. Yeah, well, I, I feel like it might be like behind a little corner. Or something. It isn't. You can see the other dolls in the background. It's right so they to all the right to of the watch. couch. They, they got can't to watch her. Theoretically, they can't see what they're writing, but everyone gets to watch the other people vote. So so when our good girl Coco goes, now how do you spell Abora? Abora <laughs> could probably hear that. Yes. Or was she busy making out with Hoso at the time? Okay. So the funniest thing about the vote is like more so than even a like a non-Uki spooky drag competition, having queens write is even more difficult when they're serving crazy looks with appendages and prosthetics and super long nails. They give these divas an old school quill and ink to write their vote down. Coco can't even do it. She starts dipping her own nails in there. Which was so funny. And then she rested her big old titties. Oh, on the- she, she, when she dropped the boobies on, that's when I was like, she came to win. She came so to at funny. least, like, this is why she was, like, audience favorite of her season. Completely. Who would you um, go for in this situation? Out of respect for Monet Exchange, I'm not going to say who I'd vote for. Okay. Basically, the big conversation here Erica, is... Erica. I'd vote for Erica. Unfortunately, she was in the... To me, she was in the bottom two, and Abora is my friend. So, it, it seemed like there was a lot of votes going that way. Coco was in the bottom. No one really voted for Coco. A lot of people were like, well, Abora can't go home. She's such an established artist. She just had an off day. All of these people were, like, apologizing and making excuses for Abora. And I felt like Kendra was the only person. Well, Kendra and Melissa and um, Coco, because well, yeah, the they're, they're the alliance. The ones being like, let's get rid of her. Probably because everyone was saying, you can't get rid of Abora. But She's not even so well known. Not even let's get rid of her. Kendra was saying... Why the fuck are you all apologizing for her? She didn't know the words. Her look was not clear. She got the worst critiques. Let that be the reality. But everyone was like, Abor, it's impossible to vote for Abora. Abora can't go home. I just think that's interesting that that, like, she just has that, like, appeal about her it's that people Abora. are like. You gotta love her. Uh-huh. So tweet about that let's talk about this uh while on camera wearing microphones under the lights on the set abora whispers to hoso i didn't want you to see me this week i just made an enemy out of everyone because she had basically pleaded her case and said I'm better than all you bitches. Fuck all you. I definitely don't deserve to go home. And they were like, no, you failed. We're voting for you. But part of me feels like this whole episode, sorry to interrupt, but like Abora is like playing. She was playing the camera the whole character of Abora. And then like, there's like moments where she is Abora. And I think that that's like confusing to see. Because when she was like, I'm rich now and I'm going to fuck all of you losers. It's like, that was her playing a character and everyone just stared and blinked at her. Right. Okay. So so then then Hoso responds. Under her breath. Yeah. While miked, I'm not going to play fair. I'm not going to admit it on camera or make myself into an enemy. But it is true. Basically saying. And then she kisses her. I'm going to say to the group that I'm going to play fairly, but I'm actually not going to. Which is, I think, the probably the best thing to do in this competition. 
And then she gives her a little smooch, which uh, it's like it was such a friendly little smooch. But then Abora in her, uh, uh, Abora in her um, um, confessional goes like, "I don't think Hoso understands the difference between love and friendship." And I was just like, "Or, or she said there is no difference between a love relationship and a friend relationship with Hoso." Yeah. Girl, this all seems like it doesn't need to be a part of the It doesn't need to be here. It makes me very uncomfortable because it's like kind of going beyond. Like I'm already pretending like I'm in hell and pretending like you brought <laughs> these people back to life. Don't make me actually watch them like struggle with their relationship. Right, 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 right. Well, everyone votes and then we're back on the main stage. The vote magically appears on a little scroll and Drax. I'm hands. already pretending like magic is happening. <laughs> Also, <laughs> it's revealed that Erica and Abora are voted to be eliminated. Yes. And they have to ascend the staircase. Now, well, before you go down, you know, you got to you got to go, go up. up. You got to be up. Mama, I'm up. Now, this is this is the last um surprise of the new rules because we sort of thought they were just going to announce one person but based on this format it seems like there'll be a bottom 3 each week then we'll find out the two people with the most votes and then they'll have to ascend the staircase and stand over these trap doors and my thought was when they show that wide shot and there's a screen right there why doesn't there flames on the screen like they're going to fall into hell I think that's it's like it, that's probably very expensive to like. It's make probably that a, can- a camera issue. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, and then they drop one of the girls, and that girl happens to be Abora. So she dropped down straight back to hell, and Erica gave everyone the finger. And Coco laughed hysterically, and- laughed. Well, and then everyone looked very shocked. Can what did you think of that? <laughs> great, great podcasting question on your part. I just mean tell like, me your of opinion that because like w- this is now the difference because remember they used to do the execution scenes right. and they would each get their own little acting moment before they got to go home. Now it's like girls climb on up there and we're gonna drop one of you and then. Well, let me ask you, it. what did you complain about it- all season four? I don't remember. The skits. Well, no, I was complaining about the skits at the beginning. Right, but... I, I wasn't. I didn't care about the skits at the end. My thing is, it isn't a horror film. We know it's a reality TV show. We know okay, they're just, like, getting their murder scene. Why would you have an issue with scene. them being like, we're in hell? I don't. Oh, okay. Well, then why would there be a problem with them having the scene at the end? I don't understand. No, I'm just both saying like imaginary things. This is more enjoy for me. This is more enjoyable because we don't Watching have to like fall. leave the world of the competition. Mm, okay. You know, now, it's just like, here's they, my thing. I wish you, they hit a button though. Oh, because yeah. all she's, all she oh. said was Abora and then Abora fell down. And I think, stunning, I think that some, would be so funny. I think some weeks they're going to be like Abora. You're safe. And then Erica would drop. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think they're going to try to, like, flip it as many times as possible. Here's my prediction for next week. I'm just going to say it. 
I think that Fright Feet next week is going to be something someone can't do. I think Abora's coming back. And I think Abora's coming back. And maybe she'll come back and show. Hopefully. Her dick? What are you talking about? Show what? No, just show like out. show show out. Show the dolls how it's done. Just show. She's just going to show. All right. So here we are. One hour and fucking 14 minutes later. Jesus Christ. So there's nine queens remain. Goodbye. They're called, they're called Titans. Nine Titans remain. And with that, we have officially begun our spooky seconds coverage of and I would just Titans. Like to, I'm excited that uh, the rest of the season are all regular. I think they're 45 minute episodes. Work, bitch. So Good. goodbye, Bye, fuckies. Thank you so much for listening to Spooky, spooky Seconds. seconds. Mom. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.